Hi guys, welcome back. I'm Cassie. And I'm Tiffany. And this is our one and done episode for Happy Hour Gets Weird. Holly Weird. Yes. How come I just feel rebellious like I just wanted to say the, a fake name instead of my own name? Do it. This is our podcast. We can do whatever we want. We can do whatever we want. On our one and done episodes, we drink a beer and have a lighthearted discussion. And even though Cassie is heading up this one again, I swear I'll do a one and done soon. <laughs> Um, I feel like if you don't like my one and dones, then kick rocks, man. If you don't like me at my one and dones, you don't deserve me at my full episodes. Exactly. This week we are drinking a Hemley pear cider from Cortland. Yes. If you would stop waving it in the air, I can't read it. Yes. Cortland, California. Where's that? I don't know. Let's go. Road trip. <laughs> Hi, we're looking for beer in Bigfoot. <laughs> Yes, another t-shirt. Oh, I'm here for beer and Bigfoot. Yes. The other night, uh, my husband and I were getting intimate. And, um, Does he wear a Bigfoot costume? No, That's I so wish. Romantic. We haven't found one yet. <laughs> he found like an old muffin in the bed. <laughs> okay, listen. Wait, what? Okay, listen. He found an old muffin. My kids had breakfast <laughs> in my bed that day and they lost one of their muffins. So he found a muffin in the bed earlier in the night. yes and he was like oh do you want this muffin I was like no thanks I'm good so then later I came to bed and I was like I'm here to suck some dick and eat an old muffin (laughs) and 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 I was like and you already threw the muffin out so I'm here to suck some dick (laughs) anyways that's whatever that's what I'm into so all right so this episode we're just gonna graze over the fact that (laughs) part of your foreplay was talking about old muffins also this beer is good is it the jalapeno is more flavor than heat. Yes, it is. It's a jalapeno pear cider. So it's jalapeno pear. It's called Slough House Jalapeno. And some it, people call it Slough. Some people call it Slaughterhouse. It I doesn't mean, matter. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany called it Slaughterhouse for like 15 minutes before I actually read it. I was like, actually, that's Slough House. Um, All right. What are we talking about on today's one and done? We are talking about... The inspiration behind popular horror movies. Mm. Yes. Yes. I love horror movies. I know you do. And I know you are scared. Yes. <laughs> um, I don't mind talking about horror movies. You know what Cassie does? Which, okay, please reply to what I'm about to say in our Instagram comments. Because I think that she needs to be shamed a little bit. Cassie will read the Wikipedia about horror movies instead okay, of watching First of all, them. I told you never to tell anybody. <laughs> And then she considers that like, oh yeah, I've watched it. <laughs> that's that is what I do. I don't like watching scary movies. I don't like the jumpiness aspect. That's like the worst part is the jumpiness, and then also like I'm very scared of like demons or like poltergeists or bad ghosts. Like I'm very scared of that stuff. So I feel like if I just I want to be in the know. <laughs> So I just, I wait till it comes out and then I just read it on Wikipedia. Mm -hmm. Cheating. Shame. Shame. Okay, whatever. Shame me if you want. I don't care. I'm still going to do it. I do that for um, series that I don't really want to fully watch every episode either. (laughs) Oh my God. I also read the end of the books first. Oh my God. Sometimes. That is, 
Okay, that's bad. No, uh, not all books. Like some, I like the journey, but some. Dare like, I say this is worse than the necrophilia comments? Oh you my. should go to prison right now. <laughs> you read the end of books I first. Lock me up. Whatever, log me up. <laughs> all right, guys, come get her. Send her to prison. <laughs> um. So my sources for today are, you know, my favorite list first. Okay. But I used two different articles, um, one by Estelle, 10 Freaky Facts About Popular Horror Movies, and one by Gary Pullman, who actually lives near Area 51 in Nevada. Mm. 10 Inspirations for Top Grossing Horror Movies. Okay. Um, so those were just a source. Let's get into it. All right. Number one. Final Destination, released in 2000. Final Destination wasn't a slasher or a ghostly haunt, but it was about death itself. And when it's your time, it's your time, and you better not try to cheat death. Oh, yeah, I saw this in the theater. It took me a minute to remember it. <laughs> in the opening sequence of the movie, seniors in high school are off to France for a senior trip. When they're loading the plane, getting ready to take off, one of them has a premonition of the plane exploding upon takeoff and he convinces some of his friends to get off the plane and catch the next flight. Mm-hmm. Only a few get off his closest friends, his girlfriend, they get off mm-hmm. and they're waiting in the airport for the next flight and they watch the plane take off and explode, killing everybody aboard. See, I would have survived this cause I always believe people Pre- they're permanent. I would have gotten off the plane too. Yeah. Now, I don't know if this decision influenced the movie or the movie influenced the decision, but somebody made the decision to play Don Denver's song, Rocky Mountain High, um, hashtag classic, mm-hmm. during the movie before some of the characters' deaths. Mm-hmm. Now, this relates to the movie because John Denver actually died in a plane crash in 1997, and he, his body was so um, burnt that they only identified him by his fingerprints. Mm. So that's not really the inspiration behind the movie, but it is a little bit of inspiration as far as the movie goes. So it was more of just like a strange link. It was a very a strange little link. eerie. I don't know if it was a deliberate I, link. Yeah, it's kind of dick. I mean, yeah, a little but bit. But then again, a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of celebrities and singers in particular have died in airplane crashes or car accidents. So, I mean, it might be kind of hard to find just somebody who didn't die in a tragic way. I know. I mean, Rocky Mountain High arguably is a really good song, so... Yeah. It's one of my favorite John Denver songs. Texas Chainsaw Massacre in 1974. I wish I could do a good chainsaw. (laughs) No. (laughs) You know what fascinates me? Speaking of that, you know what fascinates me is the actual sounds that they use behind the movie. Uh Like, um, did you know that in psycho the original psycho when norman oh, bates was movie. stabbing the woman uh-huh. they used uh melon sounds of stabbing a melon <gasps> that's what i did earlier when i made our drinks for last episode <laughs> i stabbed that melon and recorded it did you know in lion king instead of using lions they used tigers and a man named frank banging trash can lids together really yeah did you know in jurassic park they used tortoises having sex for the velociraptor having sex mm-hmm 
Wow. No, was the Velociraptor also having sex? No, the to- tortoise sounds, tortoise sex sounds were the Velociraptor sounds. Just, just the everyday sounds of a Velociraptor. Is yes, thing? that's so weird. Yeah, I think they like auto enhanced it, but that's what the basis the of this Velociraptors <laughs> walk around going, oh yeah, just like that. That's the spot. I'm almost there. <laughs> Where'd this muffin come from? <laughs> I'm here to suck some dick and eat some old muffin, and you already threw the old muffin away. If a lost raptor said that to me, I would not even be scared. That would have changed the movie in so many ways. Oh gosh, my husband laughed so hard when I said that, and I was it's like, good. "Yeah, it's I'm a good one. Pretty funny." Um, you are, that's why he fell in love with you're me. You're very funny. My sense of humor. He fell in love, obviously, with my sense of humor. And your old muffins. And my dick sucking abilities. Let's be honest. She's a triple threat. <laughs> I am a triple threat. <laughs> okay. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, 1974. Toby Cooper, the director, brought to life Leatherface. Mm-hmm. He wore a mask made of human skin and, it, and his weapon of choice was a chainsaw. Oddly enough, the idea for Texas Chainsaw Massacre was sparked when Cooper was Christmas shopping. Annoyed with the amount of people in the stores as he walked by a row of hanging chainsaws, just for a split second, he thought a chainsaw would be a really good way to make room in the aisles. (laughs) Honestly, I've thought the same thing. Christmas shopping is horrible. It is awful. Yeah. It's awful. Also, Ed Gein was said to inspire Leatherface. I mean, I think Ed Gein kind of inspired a lot of horror Especially slasher villains, probably Hannibal Lecter, probably Leatherface, probably Michael Myers. He probably, probably all crafters, a Martha Stewart, <laughs> <laughs> the big quilters of our time. <laughs> Every quilter has been inspired by Ed Game. Pinterest. The Hills Have Eyes, the 1977 version. Wes Craven was inspired by Sonny Bean, who was the head of a Scottish clan that was said to murder and eat their victims mm-hmm. in the Middle Ages. Mm-hmm. You know who I'm talking about. Yes, I do. I do. It was supposed to be a family mm-hmm. that kind of like ambushed people on the road, right? Yes. There were some like very traumatic scenes in that movie. I haven't seen the original. I've seen the remake. Mm-hmm. Um, but the crew was traumatized by the terrifying rape scene in that movie. And mm-hmm. they were also under... Uh, very, they were working under very excruciating temperatures, but they put their foot down after the rape scene because Wes Craven wanted to have a baby murdered by inbred cannibals in the movie. Jesus Christ. And they all threatened to walk if he put that scene in the movie. All of them. Every single person threatened to walk. I'm actually proud of them for Mm -hmm. saying enough is enough. Me too. I honestly... I don't like stuff like that in horror movies. I love horror. I'm more of a psychological horror fan than like a slasher thrasher blood gore mm-hmm. horror, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think that a baby that's... It's terrible. It's pushing it. No, that's like beyond like the boundaries I of I don't art. like gratuitous like, violence. No. If it serves the, if it serves a storyline mm-hmm. and it furthers the story, then, it, then I'm good with it. But just... Violence for the sake of violence with no real necessity for it. Yeah. I don't like that. I just like it's laziness. It's like low-hanging horror fruit. <laughs> it you know? really is. And I feel like 
I don't really like shock value. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. Some it's of the, like overrated. I like a scary, psychological, scary movie that makes you think about it for days, days after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm glad the crew put their foot down. Me too. And I'm and Wes Craven let it go. Good on you. So that worked out for everybody. Paranormal Activity 2009. So Paranormal Activity was about a demon terrorizing a young couple in their home. Filmed in a few weeks with no script by film students. Most of the dialogue was improvised, but this movie will go down in history as one of the best. People walked out of theaters. They were so scared. Steven Spielberg, who, fun fact, his company actually purchased the rights to this movie. Mm -hmm. Um, He was so intrigued by the movie, he rented it, took it home to watch it, and during... The time that he was watching it, his, it's his door to the room that he was in locked itself. <laughs> and he had to call a locksmith That's to bizarre. get himself out. He was so freaked out that he threw the DVD, the rented DVD, in a trash bag and returned it the next day as soon as he could be rid of it. Wow. That movie is so good because it's like the fact that they were low budget students. Instead of, you know, saying, oh shit, well, we're just a low budget whatever. They took advantage of that and used the fact that it was supposed to be a home surveillance, home surveillance, mm-hmm. DIY setup to their advantage. And it, and it makes it so, it so more, believable. Yes. It's more realistic. Oh my gosh. Same thing with Blair Witch. And I don't even know if something like this could even happen now because I feel like it would be so hard to get it out there to people with so many big movie corporations, you know, kind yeah. of swallowing all the little guys up. But yeah, you know, I did see that one. I did see that. I didn't read the Wikipedia on it. I did read the Wikipedia on the sequels. <laughs> They're good. But They're the sequels also involved children. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to watch that. But I did watch this one in theaters, mind you. And it was very scary. You know what's the most scary thing to me in this movie is, I think it's deliberate, but when there was paranormal activity or the demon was coming close to in contact with these people... There was a difference in sound. Mm-hmm. It was like a fuller, thicker sound. I can't explain it. I'm not an expert. But like the room was filled with the sound instead of just a distant n- recording of a voice. Yes. It was almost like a... Mm-hmm. Like it was a total sense. Using all of your senses, mm-hmm. your... Um, it was just... It was like you could feel the sound. It was very scary and it was effect, it affected me. And I had nightmares for months. Thank you so much. Fuck off. Paranormal activity. <laughs> Scream, 1996. Kevin Williamson, best known for creating Dawson's Creek. Wow, that was a shift. Yeah. He wrote Scream in three days. Damn. Yeah. Scream featured a killer. I I wrote killer murderer. (laughs) (laughs) I was very serious about this. That is a hat on a hat, Cassie. Yes, it is. Scream featured a murderer of high school students, and he wore the infamous ghost face mask. On CNN, Williamson explained the inspiration behind the opening scene. He was watching a Barbara Walters special on the Gainesville murderers Mm -hmm. when he heard a noise coming from inside his own home. Oh, no. Freaked out, he searched his house and found an open window in the living room. Being home for the last two days and two nights straight, he hadn't noticed the window open before. Oh, no. Now, really freaked the fuck out, he grabbed a big knife from the kitchen and called his friend. 
And his friends started asking about various scary movies and their plots and how it related to the situation he was going to, which inspired... Oh, just like that scene. Yes, yes. which inspired Williamson to write the scre- write Scream the very next morning. Ghostface, the killer in the movie, was inspired by the Gainesville Ripper who murdered five students in four days in 1990. Awful. Yeah, it was awful. Did you have that mask? Um, no. <laughs> we had that mask. <laughs> it was so one of my younger siblings bought it for Halloween. So we totally had the scream mask. Also, I will say that that movie had one of the smartest marketing that I've ever seen in a movie since before and since, wait, before and since, since and before Pre- Bef- previous after. <laughs> Because remember how they, on all the previews, they showed Drew Barrymore. Mm-hmm. The whole preview was Drew Barrymore. Mm-hmm. And she I, fucking died. I don't care if this is a spoiler. This movie's so old. She died in like the first two minutes. Yeah. First of all, she was super sexy. Yeah. And no, like but, sex sells. But because she was in the whole preview, you thought she was like a main character for the show. No, she died in the very <laughs> 10 minutes. Yes. It was I so mean, smart. Um, But I feel like to know like the word spread like oh drew barrymore actually dies in like awful way in the first five minutes it's it's it's, it actually was it was a fun one it wasn't a terribly scary movie but it was a fun one now that's a kind of scary movie i can get behind (laughs) halloween 1978 and the dates are the date they were released yeah well you have to say that there's like 19 halloween i know (laughs) michael myers murdered his older sister at six and tried to kill his other sister, but she escaped. Michael Myers was created by John Carpenter after a trip to a psychiatric ward for observation with some of his psychology classmates. One of the patients they observed was a 16-year-old boy who sat and stared blankly ahead without speaking. Mm. He used this observation as inspiration to co-write Halloween. And I actually think they're coming out with a new Halloween soon. And I can watch Halloween because for me, it's not scary. Yeah. It's jumpy. I don't like jumpy. Slasher film. But it's, slasher films to me aren't but super Michael scary. But Michael Myers is a great uh, villain. villain. Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah. So um, I think, do you remember? Um, all right. So I, this is like my guilty pleasure, but I really like the, um, all the Bravo series of Real Housewives. I know you don't watch them, but I do. Okay. Um, and on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills mm-hmm. is Kyle Richards, and she played the original little girl in Halloween. Oh, okay. The one that was um, being babysat by Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm-hmm. So she's, um, I think, on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I just watched like the latest episode. She had just gotten back from filming a new Halloween with Jamie Lee Curtis, and she's in it. And she's in it. And she even has like bangs, like her character, her child character. (laughs) Because we're going to assume that if you were 40 years ago, your haircut has not changed. Yeah. I had bangs and a little tiny bob when I was a small child. digging her bangs and I was going to probably copy her. Anyways, if you're a Bravo fan, reach out to me because I'm a Bravo fan. (laughs) Cassie wants to talk about Bravo. (laughs) Only on Bravo. (laughs) (laughs) That's cool. That, that's a that's a fun uh, new chapter. And the next one is Jaws, 1975. The inspiration is mistakenly thought to be a series of shark attacks in 1918. However, 
The real inspiration for Peter Benchley's novel was a 1964 newspaper story about a fisherman named Frank Mundus who caught a 4,500-pound great white shark. Jesus. Off the coast of Long Island. Benchley, who always had a thing for shark, wondered, Lord, what if these monsters wandered into a resort community and wouldn't go away? That's the plot for Jaws and the book came to be, which was adapted into a film by the same name directed by Steven Spielberg. The shark hunter Quint in the movie was inspired by the original shark hunter Frank Mundus. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. It. 1986. So good. Stephen King said he was inspired to write It after walking in Boulder, Colorado. Walking to pick up his car at a local dealership on the outskirts of town, he reached a narrow, unlit road on his way. Twilight was quickly approaching, and halfway to the dealership, he reached an arched, covered wooden bridge. The echoed knocking of his boots walking across the bridge made him think of the fairy tale Three Billy Goats Gruff. Oh, my grandma used to read me that when I was little. I'm about to read it to you now because my grandma also read it to me. So the fairy tale goes like this. So first of all came the youngest Billy Goat Gruff across the bridge. Trip, trap, trip, trap, went the bridge. Who's that tripping over my bridge, roared the troll. Oh, it is only I, the tiniest Billy Goat Gruff, and I'm going up to the hillside to make myself fat said the billy goat, with such a small voice. Now I'm coming to gobble you up, said the troll. Oh no, pray don't take me, I'm too little. That I am, said the billy goat. Wait a bit till the second billy goat gruff comes. He's much bigger. Well, be off with you, said the troll. And then so on and so forth, the other billy goat comes. So my grandma used to read that to me too. (laughs) Which was, I had to look it up because you faintly remember those things, but you mm-hmm. don't remember the exact way that they're said. Yeah. So Stephen King was then inspired to write a novel about a real troll under a real bridge, mm-hmm. and it transformed into Pennywise, a shape-shifting entity that feeds on fear and lives under a small town in the sewers. Dairy. I know. Those I have not seen. I refuse to see. I was going to ask, have you seen them? Any of them? Mm-mm. So we used to have the old VHS two. It was it was one of those where it was two VHSs long mm-hmm. because it was actually originally a TV series, I believe, that they uh, you know recorded into movies. Mm-hmm. So we had that, and then I obviously saw the new ones when it came out. I didn't see them, and new I have ones. a soft spot for the old ones. I just love them. I just think that they're great i love um tim curry tim curry i love tim curry it's really good um the new ones i will say the first one i was obsessed with i thought it was fantastic the Mm -hmm. child actors are so good (laughs) the best number two was okay it was more of the adults than the kids Mm -hmm. but it's funny because pennywise is like the villain that you either love or you hate some people think that, that he's like the dumbest villain that's ever been. And then other people are totally obsessed with him. He's a very div- divisive uh, horror. Is it the clown thing? 
I'm not sure if it's just that he's a clown, but it's also because it's pretty much like if you're not afraid of him, he can't hurt you. And I think that pisses people off. I actually like that because you have control. My thing is with villains and horror movies, you don't have control. Maybe I'm a um, download control freak, Mm -hmm. but I feel like with Pennywise and the same thing with the, I know we've talked about this before, but the... Oh, what was that movie? Something, The Skeleton Key mm-hmm. with um, Kate Hudson and um, Hoodoo or Voodoo. If you don't believe, it can't affect you. Mm-hmm. And it's all about the control. So I feel like I would like a villain like that because it's like you're in control of your own. If you can control your fear. Nightmare, which you obviously I can't. <laughs> <laughs> and the final, final. We just talked about this yesterday. Mm-hmm. You're going to love it. Is The Sixth Sense. Yay. 1999. It's about a boy who sees dead people. It's a classic and one of the highest grossing horror movies of all time. Not to mention a twist ending that will shock even the most seasoned of all horror movie buffs. So good. I literally watched this this weekend. It's so good. It said that The Sixth Sense was inspired by the Nickelodeon show, Are You Afraid of the Dark? <gasps> Are you serious? That no, was one of my favorite that's shows not true. as a kid. Oh. It's not true. <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan said that he had never even heard or seen of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Which, like, what kind of childhood did you have? I mean, come on. Shyamalan said that he'd never seen Are You Afraid of the Dark? Uh, but he said also he was actually inspired by an actual wake at a funeral. What? Yes. While mourners were mingling, he looked over and saw a boy about six years old sitting on a staircase talking to somebody. (gasps) But there was no one next to the boy or even near him. Oh my God. Intrigued, Shyamalan thought about what the boy might be thinking and perhaps... He was talking to the very person they were all there mourning. And that is the inspiration behind The Sixth Sense. Isn't that wild and crazy? Did that boy grow up to be Jeffrey Dahmer? I don't know. That is really um, creepy. Little kids can be super fucking creepy. And if you saw a little kid at a funeral talking to nobody, you would get the fucking heebie-jeebies man yeah I mean I just think like we talked about this earlier I just love the process the creative process Mm -hmm. behind some of um just any kind of creative process I'm so obsessed with like whether it be an actor or a screenwriter or a director or an artist creative person you get that inspiration from anywhere you Mm -hmm. kind of always have to be open and Mm -hmm. ready to receive it right Mm -hmm. Um, and I, like I said, I just watched that movie and even knowing the twist, which was honestly the only thing I remembered because I watched it when it came out. Mm-hmm. I hadn't watched it since. So I, I only remember the twist ending, but even knowing that it's very well done. Yes. It's very hard to recognize, uh, that you're being deceived. It is. And it if you is. haven't watched it in a while, I would definitely recommend you watching it again. Yeah, watch watch all these movies on the list and and let us know what you think of them. You know, DM us or comment on our Instagram post for this episode or you can email us at howbowergetsweirdgmail.com. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not a super um, horror movie person, but I do read Wikipedia pages a lot. So she's so pretty I, much an expert. Well, I do know what's going on. <laughs> 
I just like the creative process. I think I'm just, that's my favorite part about things. And it's amazing that people can come up with these like incredible stories just based on an experience that anybody else would just not even notice, like walking across a bridge. That's what's so fascinating is to like hear your, your boot heels on a bridge and it inspires a whole trilogy like mm-hmm. an entire novel that was turned into a movie or to be at a at a funeral for someone that you knew mm-hmm. and just have your like creative process always going even when you're you know going grieving through, yeah it's Grief. just so fascinating yeah. to me and to be walking around a crowded store at christmas time and see a wall of hanging chainsaws and just to like be inspired to create Leatherface, like one of the most iconic slasher horror movies of all time. It's just disturbing. It's, it's disturbing, <laughs> but for me, I love it. I'm obsessed. No, it's it's it really is amazing. Okay, to wrap it up. Yes. Do you have a favorite villain from a horror movie? Okay, so I have a favorite horror movie. Okay, and I have a separate favorite villain. Okay, that's okay. That's okay. So I would say that my favorite villain is Hannibal Lecter. Ooh, that's a good one. Okay. And I would have to say that my favorite horror movie, this is going to be really, 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 really fucked up, but I would say House of a Thousand Corpses. Why would that be really fucked up? It's just like a really fucked up movie. It's a lot. It is a lot. But I really like the female villain lead character in that movie. I feel like she's like so badass. And I like Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie's wife, right? Yeah. Sherry Moon Zombie. Ooh, Sherry Moon. Mm -hmm. Sherry Moon is the female lead Mm -hmm. and the female villain. And I just think that she's just like so scary and so iconic. And I remember when I watched that movie, it left an impression. Yeah, so that would probably have to be my favorite off the top. I don't like, I don't watch a lot of horror movies, so yeah. And then you don't like horror movies, and you don't watch a lot of them, but you pick like the most violent, over the top <laughs> one, Cassie. <laughs> Good job. She's like, I'm not really into horror per se. I'm House of a Thousand Corpses, a hundred percent. I'm here for it. I just like the kid. You know what? I just like the characters in that movie. They're just like so freaky and so weird and so like out there. It's just like. I have a soft spot for Freddy Krueger, even though when I watched the original, it's not scary even a tiny bit, but I remember as a child being so afraid of him. I'm very, very afraid of him. I'm pretty sure you shouldn't have watched it as a child. I used to sneak and watch what other people were watching. And I really loved Hereditary, which was a, you know, the recent horror movie. Mm -hmm. It's very, very good. Nope. And I, uh, probably one of my favorites. It was just one of those movies that kind of stuck with you. No. And you know, I'm obsessed with Tony Collette. I, I mean, I also love Tony Collette, but I will take her in Six Sense. Six Sense. <laughs> she was also in Six Sense. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Six Sense is probably my top five. That was a really good movie. I like Bruce Willis. Anyways. What's your favorite horror movie? Let us know. Shame Cassie for Wikipediaing horror movies. And then also let us know your favorite horror movie because I am always on the hunt for yes. the best horror movie out there. So yes. leave us a comment. And don't be like the guy that in high school when I asked him to recommend a horror movie at Blockbuster and he totally fucked with me and told me to watch this horrible movie that was terrible. Don't be that guy. 
Yeah, because I'm sure there's some really great horror movies out there that like are not mainstream. Yeah, and I want to watch them. Yeah, and okay, cheers to non-mainstream horror movies that are fantastic. Please recommend your favorites. We will appreciate it. Tiffany will. I'll Wikipedia them. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like I watched them. (laughs) And on that note. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. We appreciate you. And um, catch us next week. All right. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. 